Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast, a series of inspiring interviews with spiritual leaders and entrepreneurs who have successfully turned their passion into their own business and who are dedicated to living their best possible life while making this world a better place through their work, offerings, and authentic presence. I'm your host, Anna Frolic. I am an intuitive guide and mentor for purpose-driven business owners who are ready to break free from their self-imposed limitations so they can confidently step into their true calling, make more money working less, and embrace the life their soul is craving. I'm so excited you're here with us, and I can't wait to introduce you to today's guest. For more information about this and past episodes, please visit www.anafrolic.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Frolic, and I'm here today with Sasu Hope. Sasu is a mentor to women who want to step into living their best spiritual, financial, and authentic lifestyle, a feat reserved only for those really serious about doing whatever it takes, because it always starts and ends with you. Welcome, Sasu. I'm so happy and excited you're here with me today. Thank you so much for deciding to join me today. Of course, it, I'm thrilled. Uh, I mean, as soon as you said that you were doing a podcast, I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think you were my first pitch, or I think I got two pitches on that day. But <laughs> that was cool. Um, yeah, so as I just told you, and you already know, I have quite a few questions for you today. And what I always like to do is I just kind of like to use the questions that I've prepared as inspiration and then we'll just let the conversation unfold naturally as well depending on what comes up. Um, so the first thing I wanted to ask you is how did you get started on your entrepreneurial journey? Um, I know it's been a long journey for you. And so, um, I actually was having this conversation with a coaching client the other day and I was setting it up as an example of how much you can change over time, right? And how not stifling yourself and putting yourself into a box is so important because once you do that, you kind of take the creativity out of the equation and your ability to really go for what it is that you desire. So I started as a health coach because that was like, a little bit of my entry into the world because it was what I was interested in. But I quickly found out that I wasn't really very interested in telling people how to eat right. I was interested in doing it myself, but it was a little bit of a drag to do it for other people. And then I went into lifestyle coaching and then I started doing business coaching. And right now I'm really doing life creation um, as, uh, as mentorship because I think like it's all really related. I think it's all really grown and stepped into the next level in order to get me here. The creativity creation can come from any aspect. It can come from the money aspect for the business side. It can come from like the health aspect, like, you know, what's important to you. It can come from lifestyle. You know, I recently just moved to Thailand to pursue a different type of life. Uh, and I left a relationship to pursue a different type of, you know, freedom in that aspect. And I think all of it is really interconnected. Mm. Yeah, it totally is. And that's definitely something I want to dive into a little more deeply later in our interview. Um, but before we get to that, I'd love to hear a little more about the specific challenges that you faced in the beginning stages of your journey. I know you had yeah, it was not all easy at the beginning for you. And I find that story very inspiring that also hearing how you moved through that and how you eventually really had those bigger breakthroughs that allowed you to break free in a, in a bigger way. Yeah. So yeah, it was not easy. It was not easy at all. I think that 
starting as an entrepreneur with no understanding of how money works, how getting clients works and how you work really, because like I said, it's all it comes down to you. I think if you have like a little bit more of an understanding of who you are, it makes the process a lot easier because it makes clarity easier. It makes decisions easier. It makes you understanding how you sell easier even. Um, but I didn't have any of that. <laughs> like I didn't have that understanding. I'm still working on it. I feel like we all are. And uh, at the beginning, it was, I was like a million steps behind to where I am right now. So it ended up like the first two years in business, I was working 80 hour weeks nonstop. I have no idea what I was doing. Like I really don't remember what I was doing, but I was doing a lot of something that I thought that I was supposed to be doing. And it yielded almost no results. Like the first year, I think I made a total of like 10,000 or something like that which by some people's standards, it may be like high, like for the first year. For me, it wasn't. Um, it was a little bit of a struggle because I was working so much. So really I was making pennies on the hour, really. Um, and I think it, it took a really long time for me to start understanding how does business work? Like, how do I work within this, you know, what do I want to get out of it? I think all of those answers started becoming clear as I started becoming clear about myself. And uh, after the two year mark, I made a shift into high ticket sales, um, more so, and I started just being a little bit more focused on what it was that I was teaching as well. Um, and who were my ideal clients and all that good stuff. And it started shifting a bit. But I think it was my request for help as I needed it, which was something very intrinsic in me not to have because I can figure this out, right? Mm -hmm. It's myself. That was part of me. The other part of me was like, I just want to pay someone so they take care of it, right? Like then it's their responsibility rather than my responsibility. And I think both of those things I did and both of those things were dead wrong. Um, I, and then it wasn't until I started shifting the responsibility to me and I started taking what I needed from the mentors, but also filtering it through my own intelligence that it started really blossoming um, and that third year I did very well. Like I started, I don't remember like the numbers, but I started getting clients for 5k and then quickly I went into 10k. And then I, I think within the fourth year I started going up to 25k. Um, and then I actually shifted back a bit because I didn't feel that I needed those prices. Like, but it was very good. <laughs> that was <It's> okay. <laughs> and I want to I want to talk about this just like a little bit because it's very interesting that people feel like you always have to have like a upward trajectory, right? Um, and my trajectory is I have to have an inner trajectory, right? So it's not about always charging more, charging more, charging more, which is like some type of competition that you have with yourself or with the world or whatever, that if you're not watching it can get out of control and lead you in a direction that you don't want to go, which is what kind of happened to me. So I stepped back and I'm still like in, like I still charge like a good amount of money, but it's not, that's like charging more and more and more and more and more right now. I know that I could do it if I wanted to, I just don't want to, right? I got really high and I'm like, it's not working for me, <laughs> you know? And I want to give people like permission to actually be okay with charging whatever feels good to them. Um, not by undervaluing their service, 
but by truly putting a value that's equivalent to whatever it is that they're doing in their service, right? Um, to the support that they're giving, right? Um, I didn't feel that that was necessary for me to go higher because I didn't want to give like a higher level of support. I didn't, I wasn't interested in it. I also didn't want to work with people at the higher level. I wanted to work people at a certain level in business or in life. And I wanted to support them instead of those other people. So the prices didn't make any sense to be charging so much for these people. So be, be honest with yourself, be true to yourself in that. Because I think like a little bit of like the, the fight or the struggle to go up, 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 up all the time is not healthy either for you if it's not true for you. Mm. Like I know people that are charging 100K and that's totally them. And I'm like, go you, do that thing, you know? It just didn't feel good to me to keep going in that direction. So I was totally 100% fine with stepping back and being like, you know what, I want to stay here. And it wasn't like that much lower than what I was charging at that point, but it was still more honest for me, so. Mm. Yeah. I think there's like a lot of conversation of like, oh, if you're not charging more, you're not continuously charging more than your lack of like lack mentality or like something wrong with you, you know, for not wanting to continue to charge more and more and more and more. And I don't want anybody to feel that because I felt that and it did not feel good at all. It felt very disconnected. It felt very out of place. Um, it felt like it was really dishonest to the people that I was serving too, you know? Yeah, I totally love this conversation. And that's definitely something I wanted to dive into with you as well. Um, I know that this shift towards greater authenticity has been really important for you on your journey. And I've kind of experienced, <clears throat> yeah, very similar things like having well, I started like a really long time ago and I didn't like back then I was, I did pretty well in my first business, but then I had a period of perceived lack in my business and like low income. And then I started having those shifts towards more income and having those breakthroughs and like, making my first high ticket sales and then continuing from there. But yeah, that kind of the same thing happened to me where I kind of started disconnecting from my truth and my authenticity and it took you know a little bit of this mentor and a little bit of this mentor and then all of a sudden like when I had those bigger breakthroughs then like there was this this inner emptiness and what am I really doing you know what what do I really want and I think I'm yeah. um, kind of observing your journey I see you've been on a pretty similar journey so um when when did you become aware of this or when did you become aware that this was happening? And like, was there a moment when you realized that, yeah, I guess you already kind of talked about it a little bit, um, that you realized that you weren't being true to yourself. Um, but was there like a, a specific moment when you realized that it wasn't all about, um, you know, striving for something very specific or following the rules of other people or the industry. And yeah. like, what was that um, shift like for you? Yeah, so it was very distinct. Um, and this is another conversation that I want to have with your people as well. Um, the fact that sometimes you need mentors and sometimes you don't. Right? So the the distinct moment came when I decided that I started putting someone else's opinion above my own, someone else's ideas of what I should be doing above my own, and it was totally disconnecting me. So I took years off. I think like it's been like a year and a half since I had a mentor, and now I'm working in another era of my life where I'm starting to get mentorship. Um, but I stopped hiring people because I had a lot of information. I had a lot of 
inner knowledge. I had a lot of awareness. Um, manifesting is not an issue for me. Um, I know how to do it. I've done it a million times. I've coached women to do it over and over and over and over and over again. I don't feel like I need someone to tell me how to do that anymore, right? I So a lot of the mentorship that I was seeking was to kind of like get to that next level and the next level and the next level, right? And since I didn't want to go to those levels, then why would I need mentorship? So, and I want to contrast that with if you really have no clue what you're doing and you really have no idea how to create the life that you want or the results that you want in your business or whatever, like, and you're struggling and you keep trying this and you, then you move to that and then you move to the other thing and all of that. And you're so lost that you just need some sort of guidance to kind of head you in the right direction of what's true for you, then mentorship is very valuable. It's extremely valuable. Um, I also like mentoring from the perspective of like, you, not me. This is not my business. This is your business, right? So what are we doing for you? What are we doing for your life? You know, like what's important to you, right? And bringing that creativity into help bring that about but I didn't feel like I needed anything else at that moment. And I still don't when it comes to any type of business mentorship or anything like that. Now I'm working on other areas of my life where I do feel lost, confused. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I don't know what that is. I don't understand. And because I don't have education on it, I am seeking help. I'm doing retreats. I'm doing like, um, a lot of reading, I'm doing mentorship with people in those areas. I'm getting like healing in those areas. But for this, I don't feel like I need it anymore at this point. You know, maybe later I will want it for something. So I also, I want to invite people to really trust themselves. You know, if you're really feeling lost, if you're feeling like, you're unclear, you have no direction, like you're trying so many things and nothing's working, then that's a perfect moment to try and seek out someone that really focuses on how, not, not a step-by-step -step process of what worked for them, right? Like you have to do this and this and this and this and this, right? But more like, what do you wanna do? Like what's your creative way of bringing this about? And that's so important. And I feel that that's, essential to getting results in the area that you're looking for but if you already have the information and you've taken a million courses and all that stuff and you're a little bit more securing who you are and what you want then sometimes you don't need coaching and that's okay too you know I totally agree with you and that's actually a promise I made to myself this year last year as well but last year I broke that promise <laughs> but this year yeah I was very very clear with myself to you know not jump into mentoring or coaching if it doesn't feel completely right or if it's just another uh, example of you know giving my power away or kind of looking for answers outside of myself and looking right. for something that I already have because I, I totally know I've done that <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, yeah, no, and I have mm, too. I think we mm. all have in a way or another. I think that's a lesson that sometimes it's a very expensive lesson that we need to learn. Um, but it's a good lesson to learn. Sometimes it's worth the expense of learning that so that you can actually start trusting yourself in a lot of different ways. I personally don't, like, I, I don't, feel bad about the thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that I spend learning that lesson over and over and over. I probably spend like close to like 50 to 80,000 learning that lesson. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that because it was a very good lesson for me to learn. And now I'm so certain of what I am capable of at this particular moment and that I don't need mentorship for business. I don't need mentorship like any of those things whereas like i'm not sure of the other areas of my life where i feel like i'm totally insecure 
I am totally okay with getting mentorship right now. And that is fine too. That's fine too. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's really important to still see the value of every investment. That That's something that I've, I've kind of had to work on, like, you know, not dismissing the value or saying, you know, if it doesn't work right away, then that was a bad investment. It, it wasn't, it was never a bad investment. I always learned something. And um, so I think it's really important to see that value because then we can let go of the guilt or the shame or whatever yeah, resentments yeah. we have and, and move on and actually integrate the lessons that we haven't yet fully um, taken on, uh, taken in or accepted for ourselves. So um, or received. So I think that's, that's a really great point. Um, let me just have a quick look at my questions here. So um, one thing I wanted to ask you, I know you had a time in your business when you were up leveling really fast and, and you were helping other people do the same, like really leaping from where they were to where they wanted to be. And I wanted to ask you if you have any tips for women or people who are in a situation where they want to take a big leap and they may be struggling with self-sabotage. Um, what are your favorite tips to up-level fast without self-sabotaging? I think the first and the most important thing is really understanding money. I don't feel like people have a really good understanding of what money is and they treat it as a negative thing or a bad thing um, and that in and of itself already causes a lot of conflicts in what you want so you say that you want to up level but then you have all these negative feelings towards the thing that you want to come in it's not going to happen if it, there's a value conflict so the biggest thing is i find the, the value conflicts that you have in like the thing that you say that you want and all the ways that you're showing yourself that you don't want that thing, right? Um, personally, I have always manifested, well, over the last three years, I would say. I've been in business like six years now. Um, and I think like over the last three years, I really got this well, that I started manifesting anything that I really wanted, right? When I didn't get the money, when I didn't get the clients, when I didn't get the results in my body, when I didn't get like the lifestyle that I wanted, when I got stuck in like a relationship that did not work for me, it was because I, it was something that I wanted that was opposite to the thing that I said that I wanted, right? I said I wanted love, but yet I was not being loved to myself, right? And I was not being the picture of love or I was giving in and like giving hate sometimes, you know, doesn't work. Like those things don't work. So by finding the conflicts that you have within yourself, that this is why knowing you is everything. Knowing how you function, how you work, what's important to you, what is it that you desire. That's everything when it comes to creating those massive leaps. If you're clear and you're 100% in, that is going to happen very quickly. It's going to happen very quickly. And I remember when I went like, and I started like doubling like, my prices and sometimes tripling my prices and being like, I'm going to get it and I got it <laughs> without a problem because I was 100% in at those moments to say, I'm going to get this. I'm going to create this. And I was in and I gave all my energy to that and it happened. But when I started being like, I don't know about this. this isn't, I'm not happier. It's not making me happy. It's not bringing in the right people. Like I'm not enjoying the work as much anymore. Then it started not working as well anymore, you know? So then I had to like, look, okay, how is it that I'm working? Like, Maybe I'm not working in the right capacity, meaning that I'm not maybe having the programs that are suited to like what I want to teach or how I want to teach it or whatever. Like there are always tweaks that I had to make. And then by making those tweaks, it worked very well as well. 
So you have to like really find what is conflicting with the image. So if you say that you want to sell out a mastermind um, to 10 people or whatever, maybe the number 10, like you feel would be exhausting to you. And just because the number 10 would be exhausting to you, you don't even sell one. You know what I mean? Mm. Where you said eight, oh my God, that would like totally open up the space. I will have so much more time. I can fit every single one of those women into my calendar to give her them a private coaching session every week. Blah, 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 blah. It would change the entire energy and then you start selling them like crazy. That it has happened to me so many times where I just change one thing that's not working in the way that I've set up something and the leap happens right away. I sold out um, my Money Wounds program last year by doing that, by like shifting some pieces of it and making them perfect for what I wanted at the moment and how I needed to teach to bring the value to those women. It, it took off and I sold it out. Like I actually have one more person. I sold the plus one than what I needed. And very quickly, within like two weeks, I did that. So it happens very quickly. It can happen, the leaps can happen very fast, very quickly. Um, if, if you know exactly what you want, that's why knowing yourself is like so essential in all of us. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. And I, I've seen this on my own journey as well. Like for me, it's really hard to manifest something that I don't want because I've practiced that path of non-resistance so much. Like I'm, I've really practiced getting in touch with my my truth and my feelings but sometimes you know it's, we have our blind spots and oh, yeah, totally. I've totally done that like okay you know I kind of think this is what I want but maybe it's not exactly that but then when when I really try to manifest something that I don't really want deep inside I have so much resistance to it and I'm as you said not all in then it's and that's so important I feel to be all in and when we're not all in then and we we tend to have this idea that you know, manifesting what we want is so much harder than manifesting what we don't want. But I think it's actually really the other way around. It's it's really about trusting what we really know deep inside. And yeah, as yeah. you already said, so yeah. I totally love that example. Um, okay, another topic that I wanted to ask you about, I know that you're passionate about minimalism among other things and so yeah I wanted to ask you what exactly minimalism means to you and I know it's it's not necessarily like some people might think it's you know kind of going low budget and and missing you know missing yeah. things in life and sacrificing things but I think it's like also based on my own experience it's really not that and so I, I wanted to ask you for your perspective on what that means to you and and what how it's changed your life also oh yeah so a little bit over a year ago I was living in New Jersey with so much stuff I had a closet walk-in closet full of stuff I had so many shoes I had so many things and my life felt stifled I had a bunch of kitchen stuff and like house stuff, like stuff, 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 everywhere, everywhere stuff. And I just felt so blocked, like not just because of the relationship that that came with, but because of like having all of these things. And I remember slowly like getting rid of things, like over the year prior to that, I had started to get rid of things. Right now I can tell you that I am at one small duffel bag. I came to Thailand with a huge suitcase and I have gotten rid half of it. And I feel freer than I've ever felt in my life. For me, minimalism means freedom. Uh, freedom because, and, and in many ways, it's also environmentally, like a conscious environmentally thing that I do. And it also makes me focus on experiences rather than on things to own. 
So comfort is all good, but you can find a lot of comfort in minimalism. I personally, I have like a wardrobe of probably maybe like 20 pieces total. And they're all really thin. They're all island life now, as you see, I'm like <laughs> in an island. Yeah. Um, I'm actually in an island. Like I guess part of Thailand could look like this, even if it's not an island because it's still tropical. But I, I, everything is thin. Everything is like totally portable. I feel like I can move around. I feel like I can. There's like an energy to things, like to having things that like stifles me. Um, and people, once they start getting rid of things and they clean out their closets or they clean out their house or they clean out their life, like of things that are extra, that are not needed, that they're not bringing real value. To what they're bringing is more like things to worry about, right? So my, my, um, my way of being minimalist is like, I really look at the things that I have around me and I'm like, am I using this? Am I like using it? Not because of emotional attachment, not because someone gave it to me, not because like I've had it forever, not because it costs so much money. I've gotten rid of like so many expensive things, so many like, you know, things that people have given me like as gifts. Like I already have it like almost ingrained into all my people. Like stop giving me shit. Like I don't want things like... <laughs> Give me experiences or give me things that I can use, like soaps or candles or something, you know? Like, don't give me things that will eventually go away, but not things that are just for pretty or for whatever. I just don't need those things. Like, I don't use them. There's no value in them for me. You know, some people like decorating and all that stuff, but again, like, I also like, I clean, I like clean, like, spaces and stuff like that so I don't know like in short it's freedom for me like it just I feel freer now I feel like I can breathe deeper um I feel like I can move easier I feel like I have less things to worry about because of me being a minimalist and like really my whole life is in that small duffel bag mm. I, and I'm so happy I'm like and the things that I own are valuable things. Like they're also very good quality things that I love wearing that fit me very well, that feel really good in my body, right? That bring a certain energy to me as I'm wearing them, you know? And all of that is like just adding to me being me, like being more comfortable in myself. I don't know. I just really love it. Hmm. And would you say that keeping things simple is something that you also that also helped you um, in your business in a oh, lot yeah. of ways? Is that kind of uh, where you started? Uh, no, 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 no. I've been a minimalist hmm. like way before that, but I I started with a lot more stuff. So american standards i guess you would say like i was already a minimalist um 10 years ago 11 years ago about um i had already started i started by getting rid of books and all this stuff but um simplism yes in my business like uh, the way that i coach and have helped clients as well um in fact the last program that i ran was called the simple business where it's all about like just focus on the essentials. It's just marketing and sales. Like you don't need anything else. You don't need anything else to make over a hundred K a month if you wanted, you know, like it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Like we make things way too complicated and by complicating things, like you're just adding a lot of time and stress to the entire equation when it's not necessary. So like in that program, for example, I just taught people how to market to bring their ideal people and to bring it to kind of filter in the right people into them like into the conversations and then how to sell like authentically honestly like with a lot of compassion and love like that's it mm -hmm. and they both like did over 10k in that mm -hmm. uh, and would you say that people typically make 
more start making more money once they start working less and once they start focusing on the essential things that that really matter it's been my experience but it doesn't work for everybody because people are just very resistant to the idea so i've worked with women as well like i'm not not every like if anybody tells you that everybody that works with me is a success story they're totally bullshitting you you know i have worked with people that it hasn't worked for you know that they either want to make things too complicated or they need a different structure like they work better with a little bit more chaos you know like um in their life and that's totally fine like it's not my business again like it's their business how do they need to work on it um but the people that i've worked with for longer periods of time they usually have like again there are people that are attracted to me so they are also attracted to the same concepts right um their focus has been also marketing and sales as a rule and yes that's worked very very well for them so okay i love that and just yeah one more thing i wanted to say before we move on to the next question i actually um you know i did the same thing when i left europe like i think it was like seven oops just got an unstable connection here can you still hear me all right, so we're back after a short interruption. I just had a bit of an internet problem here, but I think it's all working now. So yeah, the, the one thing that I wanted to mention was that, um, you know, when I left Europe, I got rid of everything that I had and I pretty much had all my belongings in just a suitcase and a carry-on bag. And I can confirm that that was like one of the most liberating experiences <laughs> ever traveling with like hardly anything i had everything i needed i felt so free in that sense and um it took me a while to well when i came back here to canada eventually like there was also like that shift that needed to happen eventually to start growing new roots and, and being yeah. okay with buying furniture and um, and i think i'll get there too mm -hmm. like to be mm -hmm. honest i feel like i just haven't settled somewhere and i haven't mm -hmm. wanted somewhere so it's really difficult to want to have things when you're not sure if you're gonna stay in one place that's one of the things that I'm doing here in this island I'm staying mm -hmm. for six months and I'm gonna test it for those six months and see like mm -hmm. oh do I want to stay here like do I want to stay here in this house like or do I want to rent another house or where do I want to be like what's out of the island you know like there's a lot of questions about that that come up but yeah once i think like i think we all have this like once we actually want to grow roots like i don't think that i'm ever going to go like uh into consumeristic mode but once i want to have a home that is like very stable then i'll start growing roots the same as you mm. yeah but I, I do have to say, I still like, you know, keeping things simple. And sometimes yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my partner is someone who likes to accumulate things. And, uh, oh, should I lose the connection again? No. Can you still hear me? Okay. Resume recording. <laughs> So yeah, what I wanted to say is that, you know, I still tell people, for example, my mom or other people, you know, I don't really want stuff for my birthday. I just, you know, want to maybe go out for dinner or something like that because it I really, yeah, prefer the experiences. And um, But yeah, my partner is somebody who likes to accumulate things. So that's sometimes a bit of a conflict or it's no big deal, but um, I'm saying, you know, I, I just need space. <laughs> Right, right. And it's just like the energy of a room totally shifts when you don't have that much stuff in it. Like I personally mm -hmm. love that feeling. I just actually, yesterday I was uh, telling um, a friend of mine, I sent him a picture of my, the refrigerator that was right in front of the window. And then I just moved it to the other side of the room and it just like opened up the entire space. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so good. It feels so amazing, you know, because now it's not like, it's just not cluttered, you know? It just mm. makes it, even one small tweak mm. feel so good. 
Yeah. And I know sometimes it doesn't take much. The uh, Last week I cleaned up my desk and that was like, wow. Oh, <laughs> Tiny yeah. little thing, but that freed up so much inner space too. Yeah. Mm. I actually had a client um, that told me that the cleaning up, like five minute cleanup thing that she did every day, because her desk was like a nightmare, was one of the essential pieces to her doubling her income uh, uh, for the whole year. Like that she felt she had more energy, more space or whatever. And, um, and she used that and she created like almost doubled her income i mean that was one of the pieces there was like another pieces incorporating more workshops and things like that she's a yoga instructor like amazing i was like whoa like you didn't tell me this you know when she was telling me on the testimonial that she gave me so mm. that was yeah, really cool <laughs> and it definitely helps to eliminate distractions too i think just uh oh yeah mm. All right, I think we're almost done with our chat, but one more thing I wanted to ask you is, um, would you want to share a little bit about what you're currently working on, any projects that you have going on? And um, I know there are a few new things that are happening in your life right now, also business-wise. Would you want to share anything about that? Yeah, so... One of the reasons that I decided to go to Thailand is because I wanted, like, let me back up. I feel like there's so much fear for people to change, to do something different. And I have come to the utter belief that being 100% trusting of what comes for you like from true intuition, like the real core values that you have and the desires that you have will always lead you in a good direction. <laughs> like it will always be good. It will always be a good thing. I kind of feel like a completely different person now than I was like two and a half months ago when I first came to Thailand already. And one of the things that I wanted to pursue while I was here was photography. Like I wanted to have another business, like a more creative business, like a creative outlet for me and I started doing boudoir shoots uh, so women uh, expressing themselves in their beauty in their power like really seeing themselves in a completely different light owning themselves owning their body like loving themselves in that way is just amazing for me and I have just started doing that here in Copangan and I'm I'm just like ecstatic. Like it's bringing so much energy and so much flow into my life that sometimes you have to look for those pieces within yourself. Like what is, what can you allow yourself to do? Like if I looked at, oh my God, well, this is a second business. The logistics of that alone would have stopped me in, their, in my tracks, you know? It's not about it's a second business. Like if you do it simply, if you focus on the most important things, like how much time can it really take you? You know, I personally have learned to create massive income from minimal amount of time without an issue. Like I don't have to spend all day in front of my computer on Facebook posting every single second of the day in order to get the clients that I want. It's never, it, like, I mean, it, it not, it's never, let me back up. Like it has, that was an issue before that I had, but over the last three years that never, that's not an issue anymore. It hasn't been for a really long time. So I think like allowing yourself to express it, like even if I had to let go of my business, my, my coaching business to pursue this, if this is what my core is telling me to do, I will do it. Like, I don't have any fear at all that I will starve or worry about money or anything like that. Like, I will find the means to my end of pursuing and doing the thing that I want to do. So I want to encourage women, especially, to really start trusting themselves. Like, stop worrying so much and start trusting 
what's there and everything is there for you if you want it it's the question is do you want it you know do you want it bad enough to do whatever it takes right so for me to do this new business i had to be here like i couldn't be back home and do it i probably could have but it just wasn't the right energy for me right for me to pursue it and to pursue it in its full intention and its full clarity and i'm just ecstatic like to be able to do this i'm also doing like here and there i've helped some women with their businesses like there's like a, a massive tantric community here and i've helped with like taking pictures for them and there's also a lot of healers on the island and uh retreat like people like people that host retreats all the time in the island and I'm helping them with their business uh, pictures and, and videos and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Like it's totally different. It's very exciting to trust, to be in the flow of what's coming up for you without fear, without worry of like, oh, but can I really let go of this or can I really do this or whatever and just going for it and just taking the steps in that direction. And more opens up, the more that you take steps in the direction, the more that opens, the more that opens. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that's totally been my experience as well. And I think that's like trust this year, especially has been such a big word for me. And just kind of looking back at nine years of entrepreneurship, I, I can totally say without a doubt that whenever I was totally trusting myself in the process, everything always worked out. And it was the times when I wasn't trusting that I ran into problems. And so, yeah, I've really been reintegrating that as well. So it's, it's really true and powerful. So thank you for sharing yes. that. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience before we end this call? I think I want to put a little bit more emphasis on you. Like, start getting to know yourself. I think that's like such a broad, like, spectrum. There's so many aspects of us. But some, I mean, and sometimes that can be very scary, which is why, like, getting a mentor or having help can be very, like, useful. But, just taking small steps of like journaling about what's important to you, following up on the desire or exploring your sexuality or seeing why do I think this? Question yourself, like really get to know what, who you are and who you are beyond the conditioning, beyond what is expected of you, beyond what society says is right or wrong right? Like really go beyond all of those things and get to the core of you as much as you can. The more that you do this, the easier that it is. That's why I say that it all comes down to you because I have found and I have seen it over and over again with my clients. The more that they're them, the more money that they make, the easier their lives are, the juicier their lives get. You know, they, everything starts flowing and starts working for them instead of against them. So Definitely pay attention to that. I think it's a very easily dismissed thing just because people are like, oh, I know me. I know me, right? And then they're unclear or they run into trouble or they invested in the wrong person or they do this or they do that. When you're clear on who you are, those things happen way less. Or not at all. So mm. it's, a, it's a very good investment in your time and in your energy to actually do this because it will totally transform like how you're living and what's possible for you. So I just wanted to leave with that because I think that's like the very easily dismissed because we think that we know ourselves. We don't know shit. We just don't know shit. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that that's beautiful and important I totally agree um, one last question if there's anybody who's listening right now or watching the video who would like to get in touch with you who's interested in working with you where can they find you how can they get in touch with you 
Sure. So I'm on Facebook at Sazuho. Um, that's probably the easiest. That's S-A-Z-Z-U-H-O-P-E. Z for the world and Z for Americans, as in zebra. And um, that's probably like the easiest way I do. Right now I'm just doing private work and I have some DIY programs that people can um, take advantage of, but mostly I'm just working one-on-one with people because I want them to get empowered in being themselves. And that's really hard to do when you're not really being present and guiding them and helping them through the process. So um, I'm all about life creation, life creation, including your business, money creation, financial, like body, like health, like whatever creation, creation of you, like your creation, you being the creator in your life. And that is, that's everything. So, but yeah, Sasuho, that's just the easier, <laughs> that's the easiest way to get in touch with me. And if you have questions about anything that I mentioned here, or you're questioning like your life or questioning the direction of your life or like, what is possible? I mean, I just literally moved from the States, like left a relationship behind, left a life behind, left everything behind, started over and finally found a place that feels like home for now. I don't know if it's going to be home forever, but for now, at least it does. And, and I did all of that on my own without help from anybody, without any need for any outside anything you know um i want people i want women especially to feel empowered to be able to do themselves so Mm, awesome thank you and i will definitely leave some of the links in the description the um podcast notes as well so um i guess your website and facebook so people can go and click there and find you and yeah, so I want to say thank you so much again for being here with me today. I had so much fun talking to you. And thank you so much, everybody, for watching or listening. And I look forward to being back with my next episode very soon. Thank you for listening to the Conscious Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. For more information about this and past episodes, and if you're interested in working with me privately, please visit www.annafrolic.com.